you call a gathering of rugby coaches? A school, perhaps? Well, let's hear from all four Welsh regional coaches in this festive Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Two down, four to go in the Welsh regional festive derbies. Whether the results went your way or not, there's no denying the atmosphere, the tension and the drama of the first round of Welsh derbies. We'll look ahead to the second round in the company of the four Welsh regional coaches now. We'll hear from the Dragons and the Scarlets shortly, but after Cardiff Rugby and the Ospreys emerged victorious from the opening games, let's hear from them ahead of their clash at Cardiff Arms Park on New Year's Day. Cardiff head coach Di Young was relieved to see his side's last-minute win at the Dragons. Well, I mean, obviously it's nice to get the result, but we're honest enough to realise as well that we were two minutes away from, from losing that game, so... Still lots of things to improve on, but, you know, really pleasing that, you know, at least our, uh, when our backs are up against the wall, that, you know, we found a way to win. See, but there's obviously lots of areas we need to improve on. You know, we've certainly got to try to keep on building on the positives and try and work on some of the things we need to, to keep working on. Regional rivals over the last 20 years, there's always been a little, uh, little bit of tastiness between the Cardiff and uh, the Ospreys. Always been good games, always been tight, always been quite niggly. Uh, do you enjoy this one, Di? Yeah, you know, I enjoy playing against all of us, and I thought the Dragons game was really back to where it had been previously, really, and certainly the, the Welsh derbies that I remember. Plenty of niggling there, plenty of physicality, plenty of passion, and with a full house, I thought, you know, it was a great occasion, and I'm sure Osprey's coming to Cardiff, planning on having a full house here, Two teams coming off a win, so it can't get much better, really. It's all teed up for a really big game. And you've been setting the standard for the Welsh regions this year in the league. The Ospreys are obviously the highest finisher last year. So, um, bragging rights as well? Yeah, you know, but it's, bragging rights are always nice, but more for the supporters than anybody else, really. But for us, you know, we know the challenge. We know that what they're going to bring, you know, to be fair to them, they were a step up from us last season. We, you know, we struggled to handle the challenge up front, uh, and they were worthy of doing a double over us last season. So, you know, we know that we're going to have to step up again. A special day at the Arms Park, full house for a Welsh derby. They don't happen very often. How much are you going to enjoy it? Well, you've got to enjoy these occasions, and you know, that's where we come into sport. You know, it's going to obviously it's a fantastic uh, buzz around the place, and it's a great place to play rugby. The crowd has been excellent all, all year, really, but, you know, to have it at full house is, uh, takes back memories and, you know, that's what we've got to do. We've got our job to do on the field, really, to get the crowd excited, but, you know, they've been excellent all year and, you know, we really enjoy playing uh, at the Arms Park and hopefully we can put a performance they can all be proud of. Everyone wants to knock Welsh rugby at the minute, don't they? And, um, but, you know, I think it was, it was a great advert for Welsh rugby, I thought, and Rodney Parade, I certainly enjoyed it. You know, he took me back to my first stint uh, year, you know, and I'm sure the, um, you know, a year in a couple of days as well will be exactly the same. So that's what we want. That's what Welsh Starbys is all about. Plenty of physicality, plenty of intensity on the field and a real bumper crowd really getting behind both teams. So I'm sure it'll be a great occasion and, and we want more of these, not less of them, really. Xavier Rush versus Talupe Falatao in terms of influence on the rest of the squad. Discuss. Different types of players. Rushy, I think, was by far our best overseas signing. But I think 
what he did on the field, Rushy. He certainly led off the field as well. I think probably Falato's got softer skills than than, than Rushy, but then I think Rushy was is probably as as powerful of a uh, number eight as I've certainly coached or witnessed. You know, uh, where Falato's probably a little bit more subtle. The Rushy's a bit bit more powerful, but. Mate, if I could have two of them in the team, I wouldn't, you know, I would be happy for one of them to play sex. You know, what a combination of them two would be. Pretty fortunate with the two of those in your Cardiff. Yeah, place. absolutely, man. I've been really lucky. Yes, two pretty special players, and Tolupe Falatau won't be the only special player in action at the Arms Park on New Year's Day either. For Osprey's coach Toby Booth, it's a question of building on wins over Montpellier and the Scarlets. Obviously, very pleased um, that we know that the. West Wales Derby is a big fixture, right, for all concerned. We're very obviously pleased with how it went and our performance levels. So, yeah, as we talked about post Montpellier and that, and, you know, even parts of the, the Leicester game, to get some performance momentum and, and now some results momentum is good. But we need to keep pushing forward because uh, we started the season slowly for, from a outcome point of view, so we need to make up our time. So we know that we're playing against... Cardiff who are you know, an informed side that have gone well and we're going away from home so we know how difficult that's going to be. You already said it'll be a tough game against Cardiff. Yeah, no, obviously we're going well, we've got a lot of momentum, um, went to South Africa and won as well. So yeah, they've improved massively from where they were, I'm sure they're pleased with how they're going. We know that we've uh, performed pretty well against them in recent times, so certainly since I've been here. It's going to be a tough ask and it's another sort of Christmas holiday, New Year holiday type fixture, a local derby, so there's plenty of emotion kicking around I'm sure. And often the battle here is around maintaining your you know, your emotion and, and your drive and determination on the back of a derby that's come before it. So we've talked a little bit about that, but we've also talked about how we can negate their threats and impose ourselves upon them because you know we're going to need to be very good away from home against a team that's got a lot of momentum. We do it for that you know that adrenaline to do that. Um, we've got a good record there to be fair in recent times. So from that point of view, it's, it's it's a challenge, but the challenge that in professional sport you absolutely love. So from that point of view, that's you know it's one of those what you get out of bed for. So it's an exciting challenge, but a tough one. I mean, obviously there's lots of little battles. You know, I want to talk about that. I talk about the back rows, very good back row. There's front row battles. In order to win these sort of games, which are always very tight and different sort of... They're more like arm wrestles, really, because of the nature of them. And you've got to win each of your sort of mini teams have got to win their own personal arm wrestle, right? And uh, if you can do that consistently or more often than they do, you almost find yourself in the ascendancy. And often these games are decided on key moments and key moments are basically rewarded to the team that execute the best and, and two back threes that want to play, two back threes that want to take people on. important for us in our season, it's important for them in their season, so it's not just a derby at Christmas on New Year's Day, it's, you know, there's much more than that. They're in playoff positions, we want to be in the playoff positions, so there's a lot at stake for sure. How do you go to the well again as a group of players? It's certainly harnessing it, that in the right way. I think you, there's certain things you can do to practice that and rehearse that and be deliberate about that. 
emotional control is massive, the trust and, and not getting the carried away with the moment. So look, it's certain attributes you require as a professional sportsman, especially when the when the stakes get raised and then you find out who, who actually can maintain that. You know, we did that with a lot of experience on the pitch and I think that plays a big part to it. And also if you can control the scoreboard because nothing affects your mindset more than the scoreboard and the momentum of the game, right? So key moments for you plus the scoreboard normally manifest itself in a win. Ospreys beat the French champions away, Cardiff won in South Africa. On the field, it's not that bad at the moment. You know, we talk about it and the players laugh at me and we talk about controllables, right? What we can control and if we want to influence decisions, the more we can put good performances back to back and, and get some good outcomes as well, then things seem more palatable in the, in the unknown. So, yeah, I think that it's certainly been beneficial for us from a mood state point of view. But, you know, I can only reiterate again, despite all the distractions around the effort level of, of, of our group and our players have been, well, not just our players, our staff as well, because it applies to them, has been exemplary and they've carried on believing in what we're doing and showing the effort to get us across the line. And as a result, you know, the sooner we can get everything better and sorted and people's future sorted out, the better we will all be. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. The Scarlets put in a brave effort with 14 men for most of the match against the Ospreys. Discipline will be important at home to the Dragons as they try to get over that defeat to their near neighbours. Coach Dwayne Peel. Obviously disappointment within the group really. I don't think we were as accurate as we could have been, especially with the period where we were 22-14. Put pressure, got back in the game at 22-14 and we just let a few few possessions slip and, and you know handed the ball back to the Ospreys and, and relieve pressure, really. So we were disappointed with that period of the game. You know, I, I understand that we were obviously down to 14 for, for 76 minutes of the game, but I never questioned the effort. I think, you know, we had great effort in the game. Um, it was just inaccuracy, really, which is disappointing for us. Just generally, is discipline something you've spoken about this season now? Three reds, 11 yeah, yellows? No, look, it's been a big issue for us, hasn't it? I think that the reds have, have hurt us, no doubt about that. You know, on the yellow cards, and obviously it's uh, it's something that we we obviously need to address, and, and we work hard on doing that. You know, we don't want to stop intent in the way we go about our business, but you know, we have to be accurate in in that as well. And um, yeah, undoubtedly, you know, obviously we've we've had three this year, two high shots and a clear out. So it's something that we need definitely need uh, need to work on 100. percent Coaches will say every game's must win, Dwayne, but where you are on the table, one win in 10, eight defeats against a team directly above you at home. How much of this is a real must-win game for you guys? No, definitely. I think that, you know, very important game for us at home, as is every, every derby really, you know, we're treating it that way, you know, we trained well this week. Uh, so far, a few bumps we have to look after and we'll see some players, you know, a bit of rotation at some point this week, but I think it is important that we've got to put a good performance on this week. Head coach, you know well. I've worked at, been at the Scarlets, gone to the Dragons. Now, what what are you expecting, and what is, what job do you think Di Flanagan has done there since he's gone in, Dwayne? Obviously, they've been good, haven't they? I think that you know they played some good rugby. I think they were very competitive last week against Cardiff. You know, so I'm sure they'll come down and want to want to get stuck into us physically. And yeah, look, we're prepared for that, and I think that we know that we understand that, and uh, be a good game. Two sides who, who want to move the ball as well. I think you know what they have got is they've got pace in those outside channels. So, you look forward. I think it'll be a, it'll be a cracking game. 
And how are you coping with everything, Dwayne? I mean, you've won a lot in your career, a lot of games, you know, in terms of the matches. You know, it's a new experience for you, perhaps, in terms of the league this season. How are you coping and how are you going to sort of go forward with the rest of the season? The most important thing for us is we trust the process and what we're doing. Yeah, look, I think I understand that we haven't had the results we wanted. I know our performances have been a bit up and down, but, you know, we, we trust in what we're doing and, you know, keep working hard on that. There's a number of things that we need to improve, yes. Well, there's a number of things that we're doing pretty decently as well. So we understand that we don't want to be where we are in terms of the league position, but, you know, we keep going week to week and make sure that we're getting better. What about your um, assessment of the Dragons this season so far? Because they, they've been very competitive throughout the campaign, really. And I guess last weekend was a reflection of what's been happening to them. It's a little bit, you know, getting close but not close enough. So it's a game that both teams would be very, very keen to win, I guess. That's exactly exactly my feeling on it. I think that they've been very competitive, very combative, you know. They've been physical, especially up front. And, and what they have got, they've got wheels on the edges, you know. I think that... Um, both wingers have a lot of pace. They're able to hurt you on, on transition and and also um, when they get opportunities one-on-one. So we had two good games against them last year, which was a very physical game. So we, we know that's coming. So they've been good this year and, and they've been a challenge for, for every team. When you're in the position you are, how easy is it to not focus on the players you haven't got and focus on the ones that you have? Well, I suppose it's a necessity in terms of being, obviously, like when you lose a player of quality, you're always you're obviously disappointed with it. But what I'd say is like, we have to move on, you know, six day turnaround this week, six day turnaround next week. And you've got to make sure that the next guy who's, who's taken that shirt is prepped well. So the decision will be made and that's the way we approach it. I think that boys have had opportunities, young guys will get opportunities over the course of the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah, and you got to and you're going to get excited about that. I think you know when when you lose an experienced player, sometimes a young guy steps in and pleasing to see when they go well. You know, I think that you know we've seen Johan Nicholas over the last couple of weeks get opportunity at 13, played well, and Joe Roberts coming through, coming back from an injury as well, who's been up for a couple of months. So these type of players, Carwin Tupelotto coming back from an injury, I think these type of players they need rugby because. You know, they're young and they need exposure. And I think that getting the mix right and the blend right when you play them or when you don't is, is the exciting part for us, you know. So, yes, I think when you lose experienced players, it so you hurts you. But I also has an opportunity for a younger boy to step in there. As mentioned there, Dragons coach Di Flanagan knows the Scarlets pretty well, a former backs coach there. He's also trying to pick up his side after their late defeat to Cardiff. It hurts, stuff like that hurts, and it hurts groups of people and... It's not through any lack of effort and we're trying our best so hopefully we can show that this weekend. If you look at the last three games, we're talking about little moments and that's how you grow leadership in a group is reviewing with people on decisions made at time. And But there's so many little moments within our last 90 seconds from the turnover to the drop ball, to the free kick, to the line out, to the kick, to the not catching the ball in touch, to, to the actual try. There's so much within it and we just keep grinding away as we have been. Um, we're on a path, I said, after the game. The easy part of the journey is the first initial improvement. The hardest part will be turning some of these results around. So the Scarlets died. Do you, uh, do you know anything about them? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I've got great memories of being there. I've got a lot of close, close friends down there. Great relationship with the players and staff, and I'm, I'm super excited to go back. I haven't actually been back at all since leaving because it happened so quick in the summer and one of the ex-analysts was able to pack my bag and deliver it to me. But it would just be nice to go back and see people more than anything else. Will it be like turning into the away dressing room rather than the home? 
Yeah, it'd be very, very strange. I've done it before as a player, obviously. So, but uh, again, we've got a job to do for eighty minutes, and then post star, you know, we'll catch up, and I'm sure I'll be there most of the evening. They're fifteenth in the table, die. They've won one, lost eight of their first ten league games. What sort of uh, side do you think you're going to face on New Year's Day? I've watched the last three games, and for me, they're an exciting team. They've turned the corner. Some of their performances in the Challenge Cup have been very Scarlet-esque. They look like they're back, enjoying their rugby, throwing the ball around, believing each other. You know, the red card in the first five minutes changed the game at the Liberty. And unfortunately, when red cards happen so early in a game, it does determine the outcome. So we can't really look too hard at that. There's opportunities to go and play against them in areas we'll target. And some inside information from being there for so long as well might give us hopefully an edge. But it's definitely a tough game. They've got talent throughout their squad. And um, yeah, it's a challenge for us. Corey Allen retiring. It's always sad to see when somebody has to leave the game early. Yeah, it is. I've known Corey for quite a few years as a person and he, he's a fantastic rugby guy and being in and around the place, the experience and the knowledge he's offered, being in and around meetings, he's worked his tail off to try and get back playing and unfortunately it just hasn't happened to him. But he's definitely been an asset for the Dragons the time he's been here because of the work he's done in and around the place and, and how he's helped develop some of the youngsters here. When you have been successful at the ground, it does help, doesn't it? <laughs> It makes you very a lot more optimistic when you go to places, for sure, because you've got experiences of winning in places. Um, and there's a lot of our group haven't got any experience of beating Cardiff, and we'll change that soon. But for now, it's still there. Um, this group of experience winning the Park Scarlet, so surely we should have some op- optimism going down there. We're enjoying the way we're playing. There's a firm belief in we're doing it the right way. We're trying to test our skill set. We're moving the ball well. We're kicking smartly. And that's now becoming a DNA of us. You know, Gwent Rugby will never change in my eyes. Set piece first. I thought our lineup was fantastic on the weekend. And that's an area we'll pride ourselves on going down there as well. It's been clear for everyone to see how you're so much more competitive this season. But there's probably been two, three, four games even, which you could have won, which have slipped away. How big a thing would it be to start 2023 with turning that performance into a result in a big game? It's huge for us. Um, I can talk about belief till I'm blue in the face, but actually you get belief from good experiences and positive experiences and and they come through turning a corner and finally winning some of these games. And, and that's our task now. We're in fights. We're controlling lots of the games we're playing in. We're, we're a good brand. It feels like we're a good brand to watch. Maybe a bit biased, but everyone plays the professional game to win. And once we start doing that, then that belief becomes easy. So let's hope for more of the same in terms of drama and excitement in the Welsh Derby's New Year's Day. Lots more to report on next week. But until then, from the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, goodbye and happy new year.